Hey, you're listening to the Quarry Podcast. Get ready to be encouraged and uplifted with us today. Speak to your feelings. Speak to your feelings. And I want to start off with the question. <laughs> with a K, question. I want to ask you, what do you do? What do you personally do when negative feelings pop up in your life? What do you do when those feelings pop up? What's your reaction? How do you respond to those feelings? Do you let them come in? They, they knock on the door. They said, hey, we're here. They got a little uh, picture they're going to hang on the wall. They got a little wall sofa and they just, they just move into your heart. You just let them, let those thoughts and feelings just move right in. What do you do with those feelings? What do you do with those thoughts? You don't have to answer out loud. I want to tell you, for about four years of my life, I dealt with um, a lot of uh, fear and anxiety and a little bit of depression. I used to, God forgive me, I used to look at the people with depression like, what's wrong with you? Just get over it. Like, can't you just get over it? It's not that hard. Like, duh. But then I actually went through that one time and I saw like, oh, I, I get it now. It is a real thing. You don't have to stay there and we're not going to give that the glory but I don't have to stay there. But I, I, there was a time in my life for about four years where maybe you can relate to my story where I lived with nervousness, never feeling settled. I, and if, you, if, you're, uh, if I'm going through this list and you find yourself saying, yeah, I felt that, you can say amen. Always feeling like, okay, if, hey, 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 let's go out to eat. My wife's like, let's go on a date. I'm sitting there eating and I don't even, I don't even enjoy the food that I'm eating. You know, your mom makes good old Salisbury steak and mashed potatoes you're like I love this meal but actually I, I, I'm so nervous on the inside I don't I'm not hungry I don't feel like eating can anybody relate to that nervousness fear anxiety never feeling settled always having butterflies in your stomach feeling like every time I swallow I can't get this thing to go down because I have a giant lump in my throat and it won't go away you ever felt like that shortness of breath can anybody relate to that and specifically for me, it was words that were said to me about me a long time ago from when I was younger. I'm 32 now, maybe when I was 14, 15, and then in my early 20s. Some people that I really trusted in my life that I, would, that I thought would speak words of life over me said a lot of negative things to me. And those things, because I let them, because I didn't know how to speak to them, those things planted deep in me and they had a hold on me and I didn't know how to get away from them. So again, I'm talking about, it's important that we're here tonight. Those feelings, when I showed up forever ago to the quarry and Pastor Jordan was youth pastor, brother Jordan at the time, <laughs> they start talking about, do you know that the words that you say shape your life? And I'm thinking like, what? That doesn't, words aren't, words aren't important. Words don't carry weight. Words aren't powerful. Like, what are you talking about? Is this that name it and claim it thing? I didn't know what was going on, but I started to learn through this church. No one else taught me. Yeah, the Lord helped me when I read the Bible. The Holy Spirit was showing me, but this church, these leaders, this, the pastor of this house, Pastor Jordan and Dr. Jacobs, taught me. They said, you need to learn how to speak again. I'm thinking like, yo, I'm like 23. Like, I know how to speak English. Like, no, no, no. You need to learn how to take those negative thoughts and when they come in, not just say, yeah, I guess I do feel like giving up today. Yeah, I guess that word someone spoke over me, I guess I'll always be a victim to that. They said, speak words of life 
over that instead? What does God say about you that can go against what the enemy said about you, right? Pastor Jordan gave me this book. I love it. It's still, <laughs> it's one of the first, I've read some books. I used to love reading books when I was younger. I read books all the time. But I really read it. It's one of the first books that meant something to me. It's by a good brother named E.W. Kenyon and Don Gossett. Praise God for those men of God. And it was called The Power of Your Words. I learned every page. I was like, wow, I don't know. I don't even know how to speak in my life. Wow, like every page I turn to, yeah, I say that. That's negative. Wow, I, oh, wow, I say that. And I've established myself in that. Whew. So I started learning all those times when those feelings come to me. I would just always speak them out like, man, oh, yeah, this person told me that I'm dull and I'm a fake and I'm a phony and people will find out about me one day. I guess, I guess he's right. And I believed those words for a long time. And those things caused me to have those feelings of fear and anxiety and depression and never feeling settled. And I was just tired of feeling that way. You ever get just tired of feeling a certain way? Like this can't be how it's always going to be. It can't last forever. Man, if this is the way it's going to be, I just feel like quitting. Has anybody ever felt that? And that's, that's kind of where I was. But I thank God that pastors showed up in my life, that leaders showed up in my life. Some men who acted like fathers to me showed up in my life and said, you need to change the way you speak over your life. And I'm like, okay, this is new to me, but I mean, like, let's try it. Let's, get, let's give it a shot. But I ask you though, but why speaking though? Why words? Like, what's the importance of words? Let's look at Proverbs 18, 21, out of God's chosen, the Passion Translation. I used to say that about the NLT. I still like the NLT, but I kind of switched. You know, that's all right. I jumped on the bandwagon. It's a good bandwagon to jump on. You won't get teased for it like you do in sports. <laughs> Proverbs 18, 21 says this. Your words, so we're talking about words. We're talking about speaking to your feelings. Your words are so powerful that they will kill or they will give life. And the talkative person will reap the consequences. And I read that. I was like, oh, Lord, that can be me sometimes. So I got I to watch it sometimes because I like to talk. Everybody can say amen to that. I like to talk, but I have to watch. Am I speaking words of that are going to kill me or am I speaking words of life over myself? Let's read again. Your words are so powerful that they will kill you or give life. What kind of words? What about I'm never going to make it? What about when that feeling comes like, man, you should just give up? You're like, yeah, I'm never going to make it. What about I feel like giving up? I felt like that. I, can I be honest? I still f- sometimes feel like that. I, I feel like I've got some, somewhat established in my speaking over my life and somewhat established to where maybe some of the things that I don't deal with any, that I used to deal with, I just don't really deal with as much anymore. But I still have those feelings. And I don't think it's wrong or bad that you have those feelings, but we can't stay there. Feelings lie. Feelings are deceptive. The wrong ones are. So you might say, I'll never make it. I feel like giving up. But speaking words of life, words that give life, say, I will make it. (laughs) And I'm going to stay with it. You know, what you say to your feelings are very important. So what are you saying to your feelings when they arrive? You know, there's going to come a day. I'm not prophesying this over to over you, but there will come a day when feelings rise up in you and they want to overtake you. And you, not your pastor, not your life group leader, not your mom or dad, you are going to have to take overtake those words with what the word of God says. 
Don't let those things speak at you. Don't let those feelings tell you how you're going to feel. Don't let those feelings make you say something negative that's going to hurt your life. Don't let them overtake you. Overtake them with the word of God. Come on, stand up for a second with me. We're going to speak to it. You got to speak to it. I know that there's people in here tonight that are dealing with depression, with fear, anxiety, with all those symptoms that I said. So we're going to shout some of these together. You got your shouting voice on? You feel like clapping the devil a little bit tonight? You feel like clapping some demons? Come on, that's the word for 2021. We're clapping demons tonight. What about when depression rises up? Nehemiah 8.10 says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Shout, I'm full of joy. Are you? Okay, all right, I like to hear that. What about when fear rises up? 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. Say, shut up, devil. devil. Okay, you sound like you mean it. I like it. What about when a bad report rises up? You speak to it. 1 Peter 5.7 says, Give all of your cares to God, for he cares about you. Say, God, you got my back. Okay, I like it. Say, sadness rises up sometimes. Psalm 35 says, Weeping may endure for a night. I love this one. But joy comes in the morning. Say, my joy is coming. Say, my joy is here. Come on, I believe you. What about when your past rises up? 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, I'm a new creation. Old things are passed away and all things are new. Say, I am brand new. Come on, I believe that. Say, what about when discouragement rises up? Job 17, 9 says, come on. The righteous keep moving forward and those with clean hands become stronger and stronger say i'm moving forward say i'm moving forward one more time i'm moving forward are you come on i believe it me too you can sit down you've got to speak to your feelings you've got to speak to discouragement you've got to speak to the bad report again i'm not prophesying this over you saying this is coming to you but i'm saying this is Things will come. And if you don't speak to them, those feelings will overtake you and you'll become a negative person. And you will begin to kill your life. You will be able to be able, uh, begin to kill that abundant life that God has for you. But you have to speak words of life over those. Speak to your feelings. You have to speak to them or they'll take hold of you. I used to try to wish them away <laughs> or, or think them away. Like that time, that four years I was telling you about when I was really dealing with a lot. That I would, I would be feeling somewhat peaceful and all of a sudden I would think of that thing. I would think of that word. It would, you know, because the enemy just loves reminding us of what that person said about you or that, the way you felt when that person said. And those, and those feelings would rise up and you just got to speak to them. You have to speak to them. But you can't wish them away. You can't think them away. The word of God is the only thing that will drive those out. Speak to them. You know, t- here tonight, I'm not, I'm not here uh, just to take sides. We're here to take over tonight. You with me? I have two points and I'm closing. This was not a long message tonight. Two points. Are you interested? Do you want to hear them? Do you care? <laughs> Number one, you've got to fight the good fight of faith. You've got to fight the good fight of faith. Our good brother, E.W. Kenyon, love him. He said, the good fight of faith is a fight of words. Love it. The good fight of faith is a fight of words. So what is, that? what is a fight of faith? It means to remain true to God and his word, even in the face of opposition, oppression, and adversity. And I added on, and in the face of your feelings. That's what the fight, a good fight of faith is. 
You have to believe that you have the victory because God's word doesn't fail. God's word is true. We have the victory in life. So number one, fight the good fight of faith. Number two, feelings can be deceiving. <laughs> I wanted to say feelings always lie, but then, you know, you got good feelings and, you know, those aren't necessarily lying, but the, the negative feelings, they're deceiving. Oh, you know, I, yeah, I probably never make it. No, God said you're more than an overcomer, so okay, that's over and done with. Feelings are or can be deceiving. You have to speak to your feelings with faith-filled words. You have to. Feelings, they try and contradict the word of God, right? But find scriptures that contradict your feelings. Don't let your feelings tell you how you're going to live, how you're going to respond, how you're going to react. Find a scripture. Look, this may be the first time some of you have ever heard this. Some of you might know this already. Maybe you've backs, you're a little backslidden in this area. Tonight's the night to get that back on track. Tonight's the night if you've never spoke words of life over yourself, over your family, over your church. Let's begin tonight. What you are taught, you're now responsible for. So you have a part to play in this. Not my job, not Morgan's, not your life group leaders, not your pastors. You have a spiritual life yourself, and it's your job to speak over them. I want to pray for some people. Is Chad in here? Could we get those lights off again, please? Or Hoss, could you turn those lights off for just a second, please? If you, uh, just start flipping. <laughs> hey, Chad's back there. Chad, we turn some lights off for a minute, please? Uh, Morgan and I were actually going to pray for some people. Morgan, if you would join me. Thanks for listening to this message. To learn more about what's happening at The Quarry, check us out on social media. 